Yo, what it do? Big Mel here, who is Rugrat. Now, I'm going to be honest with you real quick. I had a plan on a couple of stories that I was going to talk about, and I'm still going to talk about these stories uh, in future podcasts, because there was one that was a trip when I read it and found out about it. Um, I will give you a clue about it. It's about... A juvenile version of Bonnie and Clyde. Um, but we'll talk about that in another post. As I talked to y'all this morning, it's about almost 9.50 in the morning and it's Halloween. And right now, I kind of got a heavy heart. Getting a little better, but... A couple days ago, I got the horrible news that one of dear, like a dear brother to me, someone that was like a dear brother to me, passed away early Sunday morning. You know, you think about things like this, and I'm it reminded me back a couple years ago. I do go through the same thing with my brother-in-law. Uh, and I, again, uh, Anthony was someone I considered like a real brother to me, and he passed away in his sleep the same way. You know, someone said it like this: "There's two things in life that are inevitable: death and taxes." Well, you know. You know, you think about things in life and you see things in life and you wonder why life is just doesn't seem to be fair. You know, you look at someone, give you a couple of good examples. You think about someone who smoked cigarettes and cigars all his life, never had, um, uh, never got cancer. And then you had some kid that was diagnosed at six, seven years old with cancer. Just doesn't seem fair. Or someone who spends their whole life drinking, going to bars all the time, getting drunk, getting pissy drunk. I mean, literally get wasted every weekend. Nothing happens to them. And then you find out that somebody was innocent victim of a, of a DWI wreck. Don't seem fair. You got someone who's greedy. Someone who doesn't like people, doesn't like anybody, just... Does what they want to when they want to. And they rich. And you got someone who's truly like an angel sent from heaven. And they struggle their whole life. And you tend to turn to tend to wonder where's the fairness in it? Where is the, the true fairness in something like that? You know, it's it's situations like this that take make you put life and the things in life into a, a perspective. Bible has a verse on this. It's and it said it said something that is a fact. It's better to go to the funeral than to go to a birthday party. He says because death is the future of everybody. 
And I used to wonder why would that verse be in the Bible? Why would why is it better to go to a funeral than to go to a birthday party? You know, when you go to a birthday party, you're happy, you're joyous, you're celebrating. You know, why is a funeral better than a birthday party? It doesn't make sense. But then that next the part after that is where it puts it in perspective. Because death is the 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 outcome of everybody. And I know this better than probably anybody else because 11 years ago, I nearly died. And I'm pretty sure a lot of y'all remember, if you've heard my testimony before, where I ended up with sepsis and it nearly shut down my entire body system. I was put in a drug-induced coma because they were afraid that I probably wouldn't make it through the night. And... By the grace of God, I was out of it three days later. It took a, about a month plus to get back to functioning again. Walking, doing things like I normally do. You know. You know, when I think about that. And, you know, it don't matter how tough you are. I don't care how rich you are. I don't care how good looking you are I don't care about none of those things you know when that moment comes it makes you think it makes you think it should make you think now I'm not trying to make this a macabre thing it's not anything like that what I'm trying to do is get us to think and to put things into perspective and put life into perspective The average man lives to be about 76 years old. The average woman lives to be about, oh, 78, 79 years old. It's a, it's a well-known fact that women live a lot longer than men do. It's a known fact. And now with uh, the way the mod with modern medicine and, of course, with when we start looking at how the good Lord created these bodies of ours, he actually intended these bodies to live forever. That was, of course, until sin came to the world. And when sin came to the world, all of the problems came. I don't have a whole bunch of time to break all that down to you, but let's just say it like this. The inequalities are there. And they're obvious to anybody who knows them. There are a whole lot of things that we have questions on. There are a whole lot of things in life that just don't seem right. That just don't seem fair. But what I want to do in this post is just try to put things into perspective, folks. And I'm just going to say it just like this. It don't matter whether you live six years, 60 years, or 600 years. The point I want you to get out of anything, if you don't get anything else I say in this post, I want you to get this one point and let it stick in your head. We don't have time to waste time. Okay? Bottom line, we don't have time to waste time. The most precious commodity on the planet Earth is not oil or gold or silver, or platinum, or diamonds, or uh, oil, or any of that stuff. The most precious resource that 
on this planet is time. Because you can always go make money. People make money. People make money, lose money, and make it again all the time, all over the world, 24 hours a day. It's a continual cycle. I done heard of people who got rich in one moment and went broke the next. You know, look at the Bitcoin thing. There were more millionaires and more suicides behind Bitcoin. Again, that's a whole nother story. But the point I'm trying to make is people make and lose money all the time. People get resources, have them lost, and then get them back again. You know, you can always make more gold. You can always make more diamonds, but you can't make more time. We get the same amount of time every single day. We get the same 24 hours a day. Everybody. Now, the only difference between what I do, what between me and you and everybody else, is what we do with that time. Think about that for a minute. You got the same amount of time as I do. Every day that God blesses us to wake up and see the sun or to see the, the clouds is another opportunity for us to make something good, to make something happen, to make an impact in our lives and in the lives of other people. Here's the question. What are we doing with our time, ladies and gentlemen? What are we doing with these 24 little hours that we get? These 1,460 minutes that we get every day. 78,960 seconds. Yeah. Now, if you count your seconds as dollars, now just think about it. $78,960. If you, every day you get a fresh $78,960, what would you do with that money? Would you be frivolous with it? Would you go out there and buy trivial stuff that you, um, knowing that this may be the last $78,960 you get, what would you do with that money? Would you go out and waste it on, on crap? Go drink it away, smoke it away, gamble it away? No. If you knew that was the last money you were going to get ever, you would do everything in your power to ensure that you would make that money last. You would make decisions that would help to make that money better. The question you ask yourself, if you if, if you knew today was the last day you had on planet Earth, what would you do with those 24 hours? What right, what wrongs would you make right during that 24 hours? What love would you show to somebody? Those decisions are being made every day around the clock around the world somewhere. As I'm talking to you, it's 10 o'clock in the morning. Somebody's being born. Right now, somebody's died at the same time somebody's being born. Things are happening at light speed right now. But the point is, I want to put things into, to give you a thought. And I just want you to think about it. There are so many things that I and others waste our time on. Social media, television, trivial pursuits that make absolutely no sense for us to do. 
We spend our time on gossip, slander, lies, you know. You don't want to wait till the end of your life to realize you wasted your life on things that didn't even matter. I guarantee you, there ain't a billionaire on the earth that's sitting up on his dying bed saying, oh, go give me my Rolex. I want to I want to white wear it one last time. Go get my keys to my Rolls Royce. I want to drive it one more time. Oh, give me my fur. Ladies ain't saying, oh, give me my fur coat. I want to put it on. I want to feel like a princess for this last moment. No. You know what they're doing? The smart ones are investing their time in things that are important. They're investing their time in family. They're investing their time in eternity. Because the truth of the matter is we're going to be in eternity a whole lot longer than we are going to be on the planet Earth. That's the truth. We're going to be on the planet. We're going to be in eternity for a lot longer than we will be on Earth. And I'm not trying to make this a morbid time. I'm not trying to scare you to death. I'm just wanting you to understand one thing. Time flies by way too fast. Your little babies are not going to be little cute bug babies forever. Eventually they're going to grow up. They're going to be preteens, teenagers, and then they'll be adults. Why waste time on things that are not going to matter on the, in the long run? One of the saddest songs that I ever heard, that was a 70s song. It's one of my favorite songs, but I really didn't understand the meaning of the song until I became of age. It's a song called Cats in the Cradle. If you ever hear, Google Cats in the Cradle and you'll hear the song. It's a song about a man that had a, about a man who had a child. And he go out there and he work and try to provide for his child. And all the child wants is his daddy. That's the only thing he wants. But he didn't have time for his son. He was too busy being in the world. Then the next time the son's a little older. All he wanted to do is play catch with his daddy. He didn't have time. Now the dad's older. His son's now in college. Now, and then the last verse, the son's a little older, the father's older, and the father's like, can we talk? Can we spend a little time? He said, I would love to, but I don't have time. And then the last part of the song, which is to me the saddest part of the song, the father, after he hangs up the phone, and he reflects, and he says, my boy is just like me. That is the saddest part of the song. We don't make time for the things that are important until that time expires. You don't want to wait till somebody's on their on they dying bed or someone's in a funeral to really say, oh, I wish I'd have made time for them. Oh, I wish I had uh, went and said that I love you. You can't say that to a cold, to a cold body. That's what we got to understand. And all the tears and crying and whooping and hollering in the world is not going to bring them back. Once they're there, that's it. They're there. So when if God blesses you with time, 
You take time for the things that matter. You take time for your family. You take time for your children. You take time for your relatives and your loved ones. I'm not saying don't go to work. I'm not saying that. No, Bible does if a man don't work, a man won't eat. But here's what I am saying. Don't let your, your pursuit of a dollar bill cause you to, to neglect your wife, neglect your children, neglect your parents, neglect uh, quality time with God and everything else. And there are people that are doing that all the time. There are people that will never miss a day at work. But they'll, you know, and they'll they'll go to work all the time, six days a week, seven days a week, eight, ten, twelve hours a day. And guess what? If you were to drop dead on that job, guess what? Your job would be replaced tomorrow. They're not going to sit there and mourn for you or take your job away. No. Life goes on. They're going to put somebody else in your place. Somebody going to sit at your desk eating the candy or, ch or, or chewing the gum you left behind, smoking the cigarettes you left behind. Eating your lunch that you left behind. They may cry for a couple days, but then life goes on. While you have time on this planet, while God has blessed you with this precious gift of those 78,960 seconds, think about the, 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 the grudges that you may have with someone. Don't wait till they're in the ground to figure out, hey, it wasn't worth me holding on to. Let me play with this for a bit. When was the last time you went to your wife and you said, honey, I love you? When was the last time you went to your son and you gave him a hug and said, son, I love you? When was the last time you went to your little girl it don't matter whether she's a little baby girl or fresh going to high school or college. When was the last time you told her, sweetheart, I love you? When was the last time you went to your mama or your daddy and you told them, mama, I love you and I appreciate you? When was the last time you went to your daddy and you told him, dad, I love you. Thank you for teaching me how to be a man. Your sister your brothers, your nephews, your nieces, your cousins, your aunts, your uncles, grandmama, grandpa. When was the last time you picked up the phone and you called them and let them know that you care about them and that you miss them? We've got so many ways of communicating today. It wasn't like back in the day where the only thing we had was a telephone and, a, and maybe letters. I don't even think people write letters much anymore unless you're in, in the penitentiary or something. Letters are the most important thing there. But even they're going to electronics now. They're doing electronic communications now. It's, 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 it blows my mind that we got so many ways to communicate and yet people are so lonely. The number one, one of the top Five causes of death now among seniors is suicide. And it's suicide because of loneliness. Loneliness. And it should never be when you got family members and loved ones there to care for them. 
That's why I never understood why a nursing home is, is there when you got family. Here's my point. While you have time, show that that those people that you care about your love. And don't just, sh just don't tell them you love them. Demonstrate it in actions. You know, hey, take the time. Let's go to, let's go to the park. Let's go out to eat. Let's go, better yet, come home and let's have a dinner at home. Let's sit down at the table and turn off the TV and turn off the, the, tele the cell phones. And let's have a dinner together. You know what I'm saying? How long has it been since so many of us have sat down and actually had dinner and had good conversation with each other? Those are the things that we remember. You know, I guarantee your kids will not will forget every toy and and trinket you ever bought them. All the clothes and shoes you bought them, they're gonna wear out. They're gonna get. They're gonna. They're gonna grow out of them, and they'll just wait for the next one. But they'll never forget the times you came to their baseball games. They're not gonna forget about the times you went to their ballet practices. They're not going to forget the time when you took them out to go have ice cream or go to the amusement park or go swimming or any of those things. Those are things they're going to remember and tell their friends about for the rest of their lives. Those dates you had with your wife. Those are the things that produce memories, folks. Don't wait until they're in that cold coffin, in that cold ground. To really under to fully understand how much you meant to them, while you don't give them flowers, they can't feel them, they can't see them, they can't do nothing. All them pretty flowers, they can't do nothing with any of that. While you have the time, show love, give love, spread love, teach others how to love. Jesus said, if you want people to know that you are a Christian, that you are a disciple of mine, you don't have to tell them you're a Christian. Just show them your love. Just show them love. That's all you got to do. Show them love, and they will know without a shadow of a doubt that they belong, that you belong to me. As I close this, I want to just shout out to my brother. He was actually my cousin, but when we first met, we clicked right away. Had a lot of just had a lot of good memories together. And don't even worry, bro. I'm gonna keep on learning how to punta dance. <laughs> By the grace of God, we'll see each other in heaven, and I'll show you what I learned. So, I close this. I want to dedicate this to my brother Cat. We miss you, man. For real. Respect. But let's take the time to show love today. This is just that's the whole point I want to get. Let's teach, let's take the time to love and show love. Big male who is Rugrat. I'm out.